Welcome back to the Avril Podcast. On today's episode, I welcome my guest, Megan Switzer. Join our conversation as she shows us how she is doing girly things by taking on the world of STEM, that is science, technology, engineering, and math, all while living with a disability. So welcome back to another episode of the Our View podcast. I'm your host, Arthur Aston, and the Our View podcast is where we aim to raise awareness, educate, and change the tone of conversation about disabilities. I am very excited to welcome my guest on today's episode, Megan Switzer, to the podcast, and uh, thank you for joining us today. Hello, thank you for having me. I am very excited. We uh, first we had to reschedule because I locked myself out of my apartment, and then <laughs> I was like, it was such a tragic moment too. Um, and then uh, we almost had to reschedule this time. So uh, I am so glad that the stars finally aligned and uh, were able to finally have this interview. Yes, me too. I am so happy. My uh, my Zoom account was not working today for uh, my first two <laughs> interviews that I did, and it wasn't working again uh, for this one. And we uh, did a pivot really quick and... <laughs> We were able to make it happen. So thank you. Uh, thank you for being so flexible with that and um, offering this uh, new platform for me to record on for this episode. Um, so we, you and I, we connected virtually, as uh, most people have been connecting uh, for the last year, at least, uh, especially because of the pandemic going on. And um, I, I came across your uh your podcast is as well, which I absolutely love. So I'm, I'm excited to have this uh, conversation uh, with you. So to start off our conversation, can you just um, tell our listeners who you are? Who is Megan? Yes. Uh, so Megan, she is a construction manager. I currently work at a construction site and so I'm building data centers. And so that's a really fancy word for a place where we store all of the data for the internet. So it's kind of cool to see um, how the internet is built kind of on the back end. So that's what I do during the daytime. And then uh, I just kind of became very passionate about podcasting. And I've loved wonderful podcasts like this one. And so I started a podcast called Doing Girly Things. And so at night, I uh, I have this podcast. And so we talk about all things um, with construction, engineering. Uh, the first season was about uh Purdue University grads next season will be about communication barriers and so really who I am is I'm just a uh, I'm a passionate woman leader and I love my plants at home so I also have tons of house plants I live in this small three or 600 square foot apartment and I have this windowsill and it's like it's about like 10 feet it's about you know like the length of my apartment almost and it's just filled with um, plants and that's that's really who uh, that's who I am. Wow, that is so great. I um, as as I said, as as we connected virtually, I 
uh, started looking at the uh, great work that you are doing and uh, with your podcast. And I am completely amazed. You know, we all have our own uh, set of talents. And what you do is definitely um, a lot of things that I don't understand how to do. <laughs> so I'm very, uh, very excited to uh, connect with you and, and to talk more about that. So um, in getting to uh, know you and to prepare for this uh, interview, uh, we were talking, as, as I mentioned in the introduction, uh, we focus on uh, disabilities on this podcast and how uh, people with uh, certain disabilities are being successful and doing great things in their life. And uh, you uh, shared with me that you were diagnosed with dyslexia. Um, and uh, I would love to uh, hear more about that and hear um, what what dyslexia is and how it has impacted your life um, in your uh, childhood and then even into uh, your adult life. Yes, yeah, and thank you. So, uh, and you pronounced it correct, dyslexic. And so dyslexia and like very hard word to pronounce in general. Mm -hmm. um, I still have a hard time like uh, writing it, like remember how it's spelled and everything. But so growing up, I, it was whenever I was younger, I had trouble reading. I was always smart and my mom knew that I was smart. And at one point they tried to give me reading glasses. And I mean, to give a second grader reading glasses is kind of crazy. And so, but then um, re more recently, I was actually looking at my report cards. And whenever you look at the report cards, it would say like has issues with P's, B's, and, uh, and just like all of the letters that crossed. And I always had such a hard time um, then and them. But whenever I was growing up, it wasn't something that you were diagnosed with. And so that's why they gave me reading glasses is because that was that was thought to be the solution. So um, it was really hard for me to learn and to like focus because I was just all I just couldn't understand why it was such a hard thing to understand. And then um, like flash forward to really getting into college and really getting a handle on like who I was. And that was whenever I was like, there's like some clear signs that there's like and um, right now there's a resource and you can actually turn your Kindle font on dyslexic mode and what it does. And so what dyslexic is, is so it's like where similar letters, they start to look the same. So like I, so like as soon as somebody starts spelling a word and this is, it's such a, it's like a funny story, but it's not, um, is <laughs> I was trying to like spell something and as soon as like you start spelling letters out loud my brain is immediately like overload I can't do it and so it, a lot of it is because I'm dyslexic so like the amount of time that it takes you to say a letter and then my brain process the actual right letter you're already like three letters ahead of me and so everyone in this meeting starts like yelling out these letters and I end up writing out because I was trying to write out this place in Texas and I'm screen sharing and I end up writing out the word flow rider <laughs> and someone someone comes off mute and goes well that's a rapper but I don't know if that's a place in Texas and <laughs> It was so funny because like um, I was laughing about it after work with a friend and I was like, yeah, like 
um, I was telling him about coming on this podcast. And I was like, yeah, I actually have a podcast. I'm actually going on a podcast and kind of talking about moments like this. And he goes, wait, you're really dyslexic? And I was like, yeah, like, that's a real thing. And I think that really the the opinion about it is, like, people don't understand that, like, when people have tendencies like that, that it really is um, – it is like a learning disability and it it is something that like I can make into a, like a funny thing because I because it's funny whatever you can embrace kind of like the challenge in it I understand that as soon as someone spells that there is no way I'm not going to keep up that's it and so uh, but being dyslexic really it doesn't have to be such a hindrance because there are ways um like i said with like the kindle app they are coming out with ways to embrace dyslexic people into environments that have always been um kind of hard and challenging that is it's so interesting i um on my instagram uh feed during um during February for Black History Month, I was sharing uh, famous um, black people who have disabilities. And one of the people I found is Whoopi Goldberg and she is dyslexic. And mm. um, so, so my purpose in sharing different people was to say, hey, these people have done all this great stuff. And she's one of, I wanna say, I, th I think the number's still under 20 people that have won an Emmy, an Oscar, a Tony, and a Grammy award. And, um, you know, so she's done all of that and had these great accomplishments, but she was diagnosed with dyslexia. And, um, you know, maybe one day, maybe she's listening to this episode and I'll have Whoopi Goldberg on yeah. and, <laughs> and she can talk about it, but to hear your, um, to hear your personal experience with it and the way you described getting, uh, certain letters and sounds mixed up the P and the B and it, it makes sense because they are very difficult uh, to hear the difference sometimes. And uh, even in spelling, spelling them, it, it's, you know, I, I can see how it would be difficult to, uh, you know, to write it out and to, uh, you know, know the difference and see the difference between the two. And then I also found it interesting when you mentioned that uh, you were in second grade and they, they um, gave you glasses because they thought it was, you know, your vision that was, uh, you know, uh, hurting you and, and stopping you from uh, seeing the, the letters correctly, but uh, actually being able to, to have a name for it and have it, you know, have it called dyslexia, that's, uh, I'm sure that was um, very uh, helpful to you to have a name for it, but, um, and then frustrating too, because uh, it's hard to, it's, it's easy to see, like for myself, I use a wheelchair, so it's easy to see what my disability is, to see what my limitations might be. But uh, for someone with dyslexia and other types of learning disabilities, it's difficult to, um, to identify it sometimes because you can't see it and it's hard to, uh, hard to verbalize what the, uh, you know, what the issue is. And it's, it's hard too because it's not, it's not really something that you can treat either in right. a sense. And so it's like, okay, well, what do you want me to do about that? Uh, sort of thing and so I, I, I agree and so I really am excited for um, like the different fonts but I also am excited for things that are becoming audio because for me I found it super helpful to listen to audiobooks as I'm reading them or um, just the audio format and that's a lot, a lot of the reason why I like podcasting 
And a lot of people are like, oh, I can't believe you started a podcast that's so brave. And I'm like, starting a blog is hard, I think, because <laughs> you have you have to worry about spelling. Because a lot of um, kind of what my brain does, too, is it it doesn't really see um, filler words, I will say. It's like, it kind of just skips over. So like whenever you read a text from me, um, it'll, I'll misuse the word like an or a or of and, um, and just little words like that because my brain, the letters look so similar to what I want it to be that I don't see that it's the wrong word that's actually there. And so, it, it kind of comes off too is like where I get I hated Twitter I absolutely hated Twitter and I still kind of hate Twitter I don't have it because <laughs> I'm so I'm so bad at spelling and stuff and that I I would have so many grammar mistakes that I was just like this is this is embarrassing to my intelligence like I have a master's degree in engineering I, I'm smarter <laughs> than this but I am not smarter than this particular format and th and then they want you to fit it in in what 180 <laughs> characters too it's like what <laughs> yeah yeah I'm like okay Okay, well now we got all of the, now I have to come up with clever words right. and I have to make sure that you know what I'm saying and not saying and it's just yeah. Yeah, it's, definitely definitely it's difficult. <laughs> oh wow. So you, you just mentioned that you have a master's degree in engineering. And um, again, I am so impressed with uh, anyone who can do the um, the work that you do. Um, so can you uh, can you talk to us about what yeah. uh, what STEM is and how did you become interested in um, in all of all of that work? So STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math, and so it is a it's an abbreviation that's pretty much encompassing of anything that requires. Um, what and what I hate about the, like kind of the definition and I think why it's hard to define it is people tend to think it's like all critical thinking and it's only critical thinking and so I think it kind of gets this tone of it's a manly thing it's a harsh thing to do it's um very male oriented and so the really what I like to do with STEM is kind of to help redefine that term and make it more um, gender neutral sounding and more inviting and that's really what I like to do with my podcast is just like talk about um, science and technology in ways that aren't intimidating so anyone that's listening to this podcast so I want I'm starting a uh, uh, Instagram live series called construction for dummies and really what I want to talk about is what is a construction site because I really do think that construction is very easy to learn because it's funny people will be like oh here's the roofing and you know they go on and on and make it all sound really crazy and you can just pop on um, the internet and you can find like images and stuff that break down exactly what they're saying and like within 15 minutes you know as much as they know. And so like construction is a very easy thing to pick up and I really think it's something that we could use to help leverage the wage gap because I really think that if more women because we have such strong organ organization techniques we have such strong scheduling techniques we have such strong uh, communication techniques like 
a, a construction site's a giant sandbox with like tons of personality. People are throwing sand. People are like kicking the sand. There's someone peeing in the corner. Like you don't really know what's going on. And so I'm just like, and so I really do think that construction is like more of a female field. Like what I do is so much more geared towards skill sets that females are naturally like like managing a household that's managing a construction site Mm -hmm. and so really stem is um going back to your actual question what stem is is it is just um it encompasses anything that involves uh, math because math is really the foundation for everything so um without you can't have biology without math you can't have um you can't really have any sort of construction we can't build anything without any of these equations and so when i think of stem i think of careers that tend to be um there's this meme that I'll send you after this, but like, it's like bowing down to like the math God is like, that's (laughs) what those careers are like focused towards. But I think that where you can make it a girly thing to do is you can bring in this humanistic side to it because, uh, because math like is this hard thing, but math always also isn't hard itself. Like, this answer is always going to be this answer. And this is always like, it doesn't change. There's not, you know, all these different, um, but what about this? And so I really am just really passionate about kind of pulling back like the layers of what STEM is, showing people what we're doing for a living. Um, You can complain a construction site. I interviewed um, this woman and she was, it was so wonderful because what she is is she's a software engineer, but she works on COVID tests. So she was like actually, actually in like the front line, like with the doctors. And she was like, they're like, Oh, this user interface, um, it's hard here. Or like this and that. And so really the, um, the focus is, is kind of just like, what is STEM is it's, it's everything. It's all these different careers and you can, you can really find your passion in something that is life changing, but also high paying. And that's like really what I'm trying to like open the door for everyone is I'm like, come here, come here. (laughs) Yeah, that is, um, it's again, when I was, um, looking at, uh, your social media sites and, and getting to learn about you, the, one of the first things I thought of was um, the movie Hidden Figures with uh, the women mm-hmm. that helped to get uh, the astronauts to the moon. And uh, uh, Dr. Katherine Johnson, her daughter is um, actually one of my mom's friends. She, uh, we go to the same church. So, um, you know, and I, I thought about the work that they had to do with the math and, and all of the uh, technology, all the, all the STEM parts that, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that they had to do to, uh, make sure that the people got to the moon safely and got back safely and, um, how their stories were, um, hidden for so long. And, and that's the name of the movie and, uh, you know, how, how you are doing your part, as you said, to help change that and to help people see that this job is, uh, it utilizes a lot of the 
uh, things that women do on a daily basis, like the perfect example that you used was to manage a household <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah. and having to do that and, and managing a construction site. I'm sure it's very, uh, very similar, including some people peeing in the corner, as you said. So, <laughs> so I can uh, definitely, I, I really appreciate that uh, the work that you are doing uh, with raising awareness about uh, you know, about the, the work of uh, the, the female roles in the uh, STEM, in the STEM world. So thank you for that. Um, you mentioned before. What, uh-huh, go ahead. What, one thing I'm going to say about that movie that I, I got goosebumps in it, the, the part in there where they were, she, she had to like walk so far to go to just the woman's bathroom. Right. And that's like, I don't think people realize like that's still an issue mm-hmm. like th- like that's not something that's like not an uh, not a problem anymore and it's and that's not the biggest issue that we need to fight right now but i think that that movie it was that scene in it it fe- it was like oh my gosh like it's not this hard anymore but it still is like very hard and so i think just like whenever that movie like if you if this like podcast like really touches you that movie was awesome and i highly highly recommend it just for that purpose yeah definitely it it gave i think it showed two perspectives obviously with um the perspective of um being african-american at that time and then also being a woman at that time it um you know, so it really uh, showed those two perspectives from uh, from their viewpoint, which is uh, again, I highly recommend the movie as well. I uh, I think it was maybe Thursday or Friday. It was on TV, and I caught the last half of it. Every time I see it on TV, I try to watch it. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yeah. So you uh, you have mentioned uh, throughout uh, the podcast that you have your own podcast called Doing Girly Things. And can you, um, can you talk about that and what, um, what the podcast means to you and what your mission is and, um, also tell us, uh, what people can expect if they, uh, search for your podcast and where they can find it. Yeah. So the podcast started out, um, for three years, I was so passionate about listening to podcasts and I really think that it's a great way to share information and to share stories And I love the idea of journalism and just kind of just capsulating this, this moment in life through audio, because we all, we tend to get so visual and, and so that's why I started a podcast, but the reason why I started the podcast about the topic that I did. So the podcast is called doing girly things. And so it started out because I have to wear uh, men's clothes to work. And so not all the time, but there was this certain point in time, um, where I, you know, I'm in hard hat. And if you go to my Instagram page, you can see all of my gear on, you know, the face mask, hard hat, safety glasses, safety gloves, boots, all of that stuff. <laughs> and there were these outfits that we had to wear and they bought me men's clothing and the thing about it was I used to walk out the door and the last thing I would say to people was like off to go do girly things and I was just dressed in these most ridiculous <laughs> outfits and like it was just became this joke because like I mean I'm like this 5'4 just this like small girl who's just like walking around in these like male outfits and this this flame retardant clothing so it's like it's like this neon like not neon but this like gray jumpsuit sort of thing and 
yeah and so it kind of just became this joke and then I was like you know what like I love what I do that I want more women to like know that they can do it and know that like I really think that a good way to bridge the the wage gap is to make it so women are applying for high paying jobs and they can learn the skills of construction so easily because of all the reasons I said earlier and so I really created the podcast to one create an open platform for that but I also created the podcast um I've dealt a lot with grief and so like I've been uh, my mother passed away in a car accident and it was um pretty life-changing and it's taken me a while to speak out about it but I really do feel passionate about the strength that I've gained from such a terrible terrible thing and how to help people use such like traumatic and tragedy to and I call it like the jet fuel because like anytime I'm like okay well I don't want to do that or anything it's like okay well like what would my mom want and so I joke that like on the inside of my lip I'm gonna get instead of like what would Jesus do it's like what would my mom do (laughs) um (laughs) because it's like uh, and so like I and so the podcast really just came from wanting to share that and also being dyslexic and I've tried a blog and um I did my last episode was a podcast about my mom and I talked about the life lessons that she taught me and in that episode um I talk about how my year one after the car accident I wrote a blog in year four I am now recording a podcast episode and so I really just think that podcasting is the way I've found kind of my voice in the sharing ideas and so um, doing girly things we are it's not just construction I talk to doctors I'm talking to my friend Um, she's a travel nurse and so she just moved to LA so talking to her soon and talking to a bunch of people I've met on Clubhouse um, so many wonderful people to connect with um, to share Clubhouse is amazing for connections it has Mm -hmm. um, really opened the door for me with a lot of uh, podcast guests uh, recently, and I, I, I love what you said about um, you know finding your voice through the podcast, which is, it's it's really great because you do use your voice and um, very similar to uh, to with uh, Clubhouse, using your voice. I think it really, uh, you're you're really able to convey your uh, your passion about a certain topic. Uh, mm-hmm. more so than typing and, and doing a blog. Like some people do have that ability to um, write very well where you can really be drawn in um, people who, who write books all the time. And uh, I, I think of people like uh, Nicholas Sparks, that he's a very popular <laughs> author <laughs> where people are drawn into his words um, on paper. But to use your voice, it's it's I think that's a... A, a different kind of uh, a different level of vulnerability that you're um, letting people see and to hear the emotion in your voice of uh, talking and, and especially uh, you know a topic like uh, your mother passing away my dad he passed away when I was 17 uh, from po- prostate cancer and um, it, it's interesting that uh, you know you said you started writing a blog in year one after uh, after your mom had passed away, and I started writing poetry and things after my dad passed away. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah. So it's uh, you know, and it it's it, it 
it wasn't the best, but it was a way for me to get my, uh, to handle and, and deal with my grief at that time. Um, and now, um, next month, April, uh, it'll be 22 years since my dad passed away. He died in, uh, 1999. And, um, you know, now I, I still write every now and then about it. Um, haven't done a full episode of it uh, about my dad on the podcast, but I, I might do that. You, uh, I think you just, uh, sparked something in me to do, <laughs> to do that. It so <laughs> it, it just feels like a really, it felt really good to kind of just get it off my chest and kind of, cause I feel like for me, the, the car accident and all of that, it changed who I was so much and I want people to to understand that that change is okay because um, I think some people are embarrassed the fact that there's this new start and stop into their life like I always say that like there's this like after the car accident and before the car accident like that's like kind of a stopping point in my life and like I think that understanding like you're saying like dealing with your grief and like podcasting is like a really good way to like share the emotion of that through just like the way you inflect your voice and just kind of inviting the community to talk about it because I think grief is you don't want to talk about it and it's like you don't want to so you're like okay well let me write about it then I'm not actually like talking about it and I think for me I'm just like I just, I just want to talk about it we're gonna talk about it right yeah, so that that is really uh, really great, and and your uh, podcast episodes are uh, very informative, and and the the ones that I've had a chance to listen to, and I'm looking forward to all of the uh, ones to come. So, uh, can you tell people uh, where they can find your podcast, and also where they can find you on social media as well? Because um, I know your Instagram. You said you're going to start the new. Uh, instagram uh videos so that that would be great for people yes. to uh tune into yes so i so since i'm so passionate about getting pe viewers like yourself and just anyone that you know that um any age any t and just anyone that is interested about construction i on thursdays i'm starting a construction for dummies and i'm going to be do going on Instagram live and then I'm um, posting it on my YouTube channel and so that's just to um, just let everyone know what it's like to actually do construction so I'll be doing uh, going through topics like what is a generator how do I use a leveler how do I what are these all these different construction um, like machinery so I bought this construction site it's um, you know the doing girly things job site and so I have these flowers if you saw my Instagram this weekend you saw the flowers <laughs> I made for it and so super excited for that so you can find that at doing girly things um, d-o-i-n in and then girly things so um, no don't double the g uh, that is on Instagram. Um, you can find um, the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Doing Girly Things. You can find it on Spotify. And some, one of my friends actually showed me you can find me on Amazon. So awesome. um, that's that's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, but I um, respond to every DM. I am looking for people to connect with and that is why i'm doing this podcast is is an after work hobby and i'm just looking to connect with like-minded people so if you'd love if you want to learn about construction or how to make it a girly thing tune in 
Awesome. <laughs> so uh, to wrap up this episode of the podcast, I would like for you to answer the final question, which is, yeah. what do you feel is most misunderstood about dyslexia? And also, um, can you tell us one thing that you think is most misunderstood about construction and um, mm -hmm. the world of STEM as well? Yeah, yeah so I think the most uh, misunderstood thing about dyslexia is that it can go unnoticed. And I say that, like the example I gave earlier with my coworkers, where they're like, wait, no, you are dyslexic, is I'm... I'm so high achieving as it is that when you tell people that you have this hardship, it's almost like it doesn't exist. And I think that um, people just assume that if you are dyslexic, you can't read at all. And I think that they there's this um, all or nothing sort of, oh, well, if you're dyslexic, you, you can't read or you don't know how to read and that's what it is. It's it's not that there's there's you're definitely able to still be um, a functioning person of society, but with construction, I think that the um, probably the biggest thing that I, a biggest misconception is the number of people that it takes to do construction and all the different jobs that are inside of it. So you have to think of a construction site like you have it. It has its own accounting department. It has like all of these different aspects of like security to how to get into the data center. Like that's like we need like admin people that like are really good at that and really detail oriented. And I think that. One thing that is this misconception is is that you're gonna be out there digging in the dirt, and yeah, I get my hard hat on with my boots on, and we go have a good time, <laughs> but it's not that's not what I'm doing all day every day, and so I think it's this misconception of I mean I I spend a lot of time on my meetings, organizing, engineering meetings, and all this other stuff, and so. Um, it's a lot uh, more of planning and scheduling than it really is of out there getting dirty. Although that is the best part, but, um, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm glad that you, um, I'm glad that you brought up the, the thing that's most misunderstood about dyslexia, because I I've mentioned it on a few of my other episodes where, we hear certain terms and we, I, I think I'll, I'll say for me, I'll speak for me. Uh, when I hear certain terms, I have a very general understanding about what it means. And um, like dyslexia, you, uh, you may assume certain things, like you said, one thing that that's, I think is a common mis, uh, misconception about uh, dyslexia is that uh, you can't read. And it's like, you can read. Definitely. You can read very well. And as you said, you are, um, you have a master's degree. So it's like, you, you don't get that far in education without being able to read. You can, um, it's just the way that your brain processes the letters and the sounds of things is, uh, you know, is, is, is a little different. So, um, I, I, that's why I love having these conversations because it allows a deeper uh, understanding of what these terms mean, like dyslexia and other types of disabilities that people have talked about uh, through the conversations I've had on the podcast. Um, so thank you. Thank you for that. And then I, I love the, uh, 
the thing that, that you said about the construction and it's like, yeah, the, you know, the getting dirty and all that, that's great and fun. And, <laughs> but, um, you know, there's, there's so much more to it and there's so many other parts to it that, um, that make these things happen. That makes, make these things come together. Uh, you know, if you're building a building and, and there's so many different parts of, of the team who, who make all of this stuff come together. So, um, Again, I thank you so much, Megan, for this uh, great conversation. I definitely have learned a lot, and I'm sure thank that uh, yeah. I'm sure that our listeners have learned a lot. And definitely, be sure to uh, follow Megan on uh, her Instagram account and uh, check out her podcast. Uh, it's great information, and um, you know. So I, I appreciate your time today, and uh, thanks for working with me through the technical difficulties again. <laughs> No, I hope you found a wonderful new site to use. And I thank you so much for having me. And yeah, it's been, I, I actually, uh, yeah, I really love your, I loved the last couple series, the last couple episodes, the, um, like the sex positivity within like the disabilities community. Like that's just been so many gorgeous episodes and, um, I really enjoyed listening. So I'm so excited you had me on and happy to contribute yeah thank you for for that um a a compliment about those uh, episodes because i um i I just started the podcast in june and i wanted to um share stories of other people who live with disabilities and um then I, i just started thinking and i said well there are so many more topics that we can cover uh, mm-hmm. through, uh, the lens of, of living with a disability and love and relationships and sex and sexuality. They are, um, they're topics that are not talked about, um, on a regular basis in any community, within any community. It's, it's kind of like a, let's shy away. Let's not talk about that. But within the disability community, it has, um, there's, there's a big stigma to it and a big, again, a misunderstanding about uh, people with disabilities and not being able to have relationships and not wanting to be in relationships. So um, I wanted to make sure that I addressed that. And, and uh, even, even with this um, podcast, uh, with your episode here, being able to share your story of um, being dyslexic and just working through that to achieve your goals of... Um, of doing the work that you do it's you know that's definitely something that is uh worth applauding you for so um you know congratulations on all the work that you're doing and um i look forward to uh staying in touch with you and um you know hopefully working with you uh some some way and somehow in the future (laughs) yeah yeah well i appreciate you having me on and yeah yeah thank you stay in touch Definitely. So thank you so much and enjoy, um, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Our View podcast. Leave us a review wherever you listen and let us know what you liked about this episode. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and be sure to follow us on all social media platforms for more disability related content at Our View for Life. That's O-U-R-V-I-E-W, the number four L-I-F-E. If you listen to this episode on your phone, take a screenshot and post it to your Instagram or Facebook stories and be sure to tag us. We thank you for listening and take care.